Hey everyone, Dr. V here again. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Ask the Dentist. So today we're going to talk about something that is probably applies to all of us at one point in time. It has to do with the connection between a sinus infection or even just inflammation in the sinuses, maxillary sinus specifically, and tooth pain. Let me just throw out this teaser. Somewhere today, a root canal is being done on a patient in the U.S. It's not needed because the source of the pain was misinterpreted. So somewhere in the U.S. today, many, many times over, root canals are being done, which is expensive and irreversible and controversial because of sinus tooth pain. And the analogy I always use with my patients, because I practice in the Silicon Valley, is that the head, our skull, everything from the neck up is like is like a laptop. I mean, a laptop is a smaller version of a desktop. And, you know, to fit all the components in there, you have to miniaturize them. They're all next to each other very close. If there's heat buildup or if something goes wrong, the other systems that are nearby are affected. And that's kind of the way the skull is. Uh, there's a lot going on. I'm going to kind of give you a little description of the anatomy that we're talking about and why the laptop analogy, I think, is a good one. So let's get right to the question, and then we'll talk more about this. And maybe maybe one day this will save you from getting a root canal. I would love that if, if that were the case. Hello, Dr. B. I was just going to ask you, can a sinus infection trigger one of my upper, I guess, molars to have pain? I had it before where it was like hurting, just felt sore. So I went to the dentist because I thought it was like a bad tooth. And then he did a actual picture and it said it was inflamed. So he gave me antibiotics and he said, if it doesn't come back, then it's just the sinus was inflamed. Now it came back, but I'm, I'm on antibiotics for a sinus infection again. And as soon as I started taking it, the pain went away. So is it really a possible root canal? Because he said it might be, or is it just sinus infection related? Because it's been... The only times that it hurts is when I've had really, really bad sinus. Thank you. So can a sinus infection trigger the tooth pain, which would lead you and your dentist to believe that you need a root canal? And again, there's nothing wrong with a root canal. A root canal is a tooth-saving, life-saving procedure if, if it's done correctly. And there's some controversy on root canals. I realize that and that that is another topic of discussion. But for the sake of this episode, you just don't want to get a root canal unless it's absolutely necessary. Of course, right? So there is some confusion and it's based on the anatomy of the mouth and the sinus and the proximity of the two together. And again, that analogy of the laptop, everything's jammed in there. There's not a lot of space and everything's very close to the other. And because of that, there can be a lot of interaction or crossover. So if you have sinus pain, it can feel like tooth pain. And if you have tooth pain, it can feel like sinus pain. And the question is, what is the origin of that pain? So let me just start off with uh, just a little background in anatomy of the skull. There are many different sinuses, but the maxillary sinus sits right over the roots of the upper molars, typically the first and second molar, sometimes the third molar, not very often, that would be a wisdom tooth, but often the second premolar. So if those are the teeth that are involved, then consider that it could be a sinus issue. 
the thickness of the bone, the floor of the maxillary sinus or the roof of the palate and the bone that encase the teeth, it can be credit card or even business card thin. In fact, if you look at these three-dimensional scans of the area, then you'll see that sometimes the roots actually they don't perforate into the sinus, but you can see where the root is based on a little rise, like a little indentation or protrusion. So they're intimately involved. And think of the lining of the maxillary sinus, it being a mucosa, and it being inflamed due to maxillary sinusitis. In other words, the common cold, a sinus infection. If that tissue swells, then the tissue inside the tooth and the nerve and the blood vessels entering the root just on the other side of that paper-thin bone, there is going to be some crossover on the inflammation. In other words, inflammation due to maxillary sinusitis can lead to inflammation inside the tooth. That's how close these things are. It's all about proximity. You can also get referral of pain. There are nerves that go inside of the tooth. There are also nerves near the maxillary sinus. And inflammation near a nerve can cause referral of pain. There's a trigeminal nerve. There are other smaller nerves that go to the teeth. So how do you differentiate between the two? And that's where it gets interesting. And it's really in the nuances or the skill of the dentist that is looking at the situation in differentiating between the two. And this is important. So I'm going to try and keep this very simple. A few things. If more than one tooth is hurting, it's probably sinusitis. It's very rare that two teeth at the same time hurt. It can happen, but it's rare. Usually it's one tooth. If there's an infected tooth and it's giving you pain, it's usually one tooth, especially if it's on both sides, bilateral. In other words, if you have pain on both the upper molars on both sides, that's probably sinus pain. You could have a sinusitis on one side only, of course, but that's rare. The other thing you want to look for is hot and cold. If you drink cold or hot water, a cup of coffee, some hot soup, a cold drink, an iced drink, even tap water, room temperature tap water, and the tooth hurts or that area hurts, that's a tooth pain. Sinusitis doesn't feel that. It does not respond that way. Also, if you have a referral to the ear, pain referral to your ear, Typically, this is on one side. If it was both, that could be TMJ and TMD, which is something you're probably already aware of that you have. But if it's a referral, if there's referral of pain to one ear, that is probably tooth sourced. In other words, that comes from a tooth pain. That would be an infection of the tooth or a root canal that you already have that is being, that is reinfected. Also, if the pain tends to be stabbing and sudden, or if you have positional pain, in other words, you move your head suddenly, that's typically tooth pain. Let me go back a little bit though. So the stabbing pain, that's tooth pain. Positional pain can be tooth pain, but there's a crossover. It can also be sinus pain. So if you bend over quickly and then move, and then stand up suddenly and you have pain in one specific area near a tooth, that could be positional pain related to tooth pain. But if it's behind, kind of a pain behind the eyes, that could be sinus pain. But that's the one confusing, one of the confusing symptoms or signs that both sinus pain and tooth pain can exhibit. If you have a runny nose, you're sneezing a lot, you have a puffy face or pain behind the eyes and positional pain, and both sides are hurting, for example, 
or many of the teeth are sensitive. That, those are all signs of sinus infections or even a common cold. So here's what you can do. So there may still be some confusion. You're at the dentist. You haven't been able to really eliminate or find out what exactly is causing the pain. So what should your dentist do? You could take a decongestant over the counter, something like neosinephrine, something that will, for a short period of time, again, these things don't, these medications don't last forever, but for a short period of time, you could decrease the congestion and see if the tooth pain goes away. If that's the case, then you've differentially exposed the fact that this is the source of the pain is from your sinuses. If it doesn't go away, having taken the decongestant, then it's still a tooth pain. It is a tooth pain because you haven't really dealt with the tooth pain. If you were to take an antibiotic for about three or four days, this can be a little confusing because the antibiotic can lessen the sinus infection, but it can also knock out an infected tooth, and that would take away the pain. I would start off with the decongestion, the decongestant if you think it is sinus-related. That seems to give you kind of a clearer picture of what's going on. But the other issue is that if you are in pain, and if it is tooth pain, in fact, there's very little time. Tooth pain is impressive. I mean, it has shaped world history. Tooth pain has knocked the the strongest, most resourceful, resilient people out there down. It, it can really be very life-affecting. And, and so there's always a little bit of a hurry on, on dealing with this. And again, as a dentist, I deal with this. Patients want to get back to work. And if I'm not sure that it's tooth-related, I'm kind of going back and forth with my differential methods of finding out what it is. And, and the patient's uncomfortable. So that has to be taken into consideration. It's tough for the patient to wait to make sure that the right diagnosis is made. And one last tip. Get a cone beam. Dennis is just taking x-rays. There is something better out there. It's a three-dimensional x-ray that can really give the dentist, if he's able to read it, if he or she's able to read it properly, this three-dimensional image can really tell you about proximity, how close the root is to the sinus. If there is an abscess, it's very difficult to see an abscess or a tooth root infection just based on a two-dimensional x-ray. So get that cone beam x-ray. Also, if you're in a hurry or if you really do want to know whether it is a tooth-related infection, go see a, a specialist. Have your dentist refer you to an endodontist. They will consider the sinus, especially if you have some sinus symptoms. So, so these are all the things you can do to differentiate between the two. And again, it's a great question. As I said before, there are many root canals being done right now in, in this country, unfortunately. Hate to say that, but it's true. I mean, dentists jump to conclusions, or the patient is sure that it's a tooth, and the two together, the provider and the patient, are are in agreement, and they move ahead and they do a root canal of tooth that could have been that pain could have been related to a sinus infection or a sinus inflammation. So to prevent that, you really need to go through this process, and it does take time. So again, I hope all those tips will help you. It was a great question. Hopefully, this has saved a lot of people from getting root canals unnecessarily. Geez, I hope that saves you from needing a root canal uh, in case it is a sinus infection. Again, it's very difficult to tell. I can't tell you how many times I've had to slow down the process and just paranoid about doing a root canal that would not have been needed. So be patient with the dentist. Let them go through the process. Help them along. Give them good feedback and data on what your symptoms are, and it should go well. I mean, 
in the end, you'll make the right decision. Again, those teeth and the upper sinuses are packed so closely together. Sometimes when teeth are extracted, a little hole will appear between the sinus and the mouth. That's called an oroantral communication. It's pretty common. It happens a lot. If you have a really bad abscess in a tooth, an infected tooth, whether it's a root canal tooth or a an infected tooth without a root canal, that can cause sinusitis. It crosses over in so many different ways. Also, cavitations, possibly. It's rare because the cavitations are in the third molar positions. But you could have a cavitation after an extraction of a first or second molar or even a premolar. That can cause sinusitis. And also, when the dentist does a root canal and during the instrumentation process, the tip of the root is perforated. If it's an upper molar or an upper premolar, those instruments can actually go through and into the sinus or at least irritate the mucosa if it doesn't go all the way through, if it doesn't perforate. And then we irrigate. This is probably too much information, sorry. But but if, when we irrigate the tooth before we fill it, and usually we irrigate it with sodium hypochlorite, then that will get into the nasal cavity and the patient will go home after the root canal is completed or partially completed, and they will have drainage out of their nose and a burning sensation. So again, the proximity of the maxillary sinus to the upper teeth, the ones I mentioned, is incredibly close. And that barrier is very, very thin. So just be aware of that and make sure you're not getting a root canal unnecessarily because you have a bad sinus infection. All right, that's the end of another episode. Great question. Glad that you asked it, and hopefully that has saved many from having unnecessary dental work done. Again, the best dental work is no dental work. Again, if you need a root canal, there's nothing wrong with that. Just get it done properly, and there are continually advances in root canals. There's a lot of double speak out there on how bad root canals can be for you. And yes, a poorly done root canal will cause you problems. Anyway, if you have any questions like this, please reach out to me. I'd love to be able to answer them for you. Go to speakpipe.com at Ask the Dentist. If you have any other questions about oral health, we'd love it if you uh, peruse our website. My daughter and I have been working on it for 10 years. It's been helpful to a lot of people. It's very gratifying. Go to askthedentist.com. And if you're looking for a functional dentist that is skilled and will look at, for example, why why you get sinus infections or why you needed that root canal, not just treating it, then go to our directory. It's at askthedentist.com slash directory. There you'll find a functional dentist. That list is, is growing every day. And again, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope this is of some help to you. Again, if you have any questions, reach out. I am happy to answer them. I am here for you. See you at the next episode. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a dentist, doctor, or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you're looking for help in your journey, seek out a qualified medical practitioner. If you're looking for a functional dental care provider, you can visit askthedentist.com directory and search our Find a Dentist database. It's important that you have someone in your corner who's trained, is a licensed healthcare practitioner, and can help you make changes, especially when it comes to your health.